Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Bunker Club 805 podcast. I am here on this nice sunny Sunday with some pretty pretty distinguished gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> these <laughs> yeah. These are my uh, my new band members, the the newest lineup of the Bunker Club, the band <laughs> because I was also, you know, from the band to podcast to back to band and uh, it's happening and it's <laughs> happening very well. Oh, yeah. So uh, yeah, it feels good. Yeah, uh, let's go around the room. Of course, I am your host, Pete Truant, and I play guitar and sing. And to my left, <laughs> tell I'm, me about yourself. <laughs> I'm John. I play bass, and uh, yeah, I play bass. <laughs> <laughs> you play bass. You are a guitar player. Yeah, I play guitar. I play drums. I play a little bit of everything. I just. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, you called me up a few months ago and said, hey, you want to try bass? I said, sure, what the hell? Yeah. I liked it so much, I bought my own. <laughs> I know. I had, like As soon as I did, I went and I bought a, like a bass rig, like a at least a cab yeah. to start off with. And then you were like, I bought a rig. <laughs> 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 like, Fuck. I'm like, okay. I'm yeah. glad you stayed. <laughs> yeah, it all fell into place. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I really, really liked it more than I think. In fact, I think I like it more than guitar right now. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying well, the bass quite a bit. Yeah, it's right just on. got a, it's got a foundation feel. You're part of the foundation of the house, oh, you know. Yeah. The That's backbone of the, the office. Yeah. All the balls. <laughs> and on the drums, uh, name's Dave. That's been, it. <laughs> Dave. Been playing. Just I don't play Dave. any other instrument, just drums. Been playing for a long time, and a friend of mine told me. I knew who Pete was, but I really didn't even know him. Oh, I knew who you were. Well, we played, our, our bands played together. Yeah, before. our bands played together and stuff. And then a friend of mine plays drums at another band told me that I asked him if he knows anybody looking for a drummer. And he's like, hey, I think Pete's looking for a drummer. I'm like, well, get a hold of him. I don't have his phone number. So he did. And then Pete and I got in contact and yeah, been like this ever since. Having a good time. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Right on. And I have to say thank you guys for being a part of this because it's been fun. Us. Um, we we did I did uh, so a little bit of backstory. The band was kind of done as of like maybe over over a year ago, a year and a half. Feels like maybe almost two years, but um, was done for a while. And then uh, I met Jason through a mutual friend, and Jason listened to a lot of my stuff. And he's a very like hardcore metal guy. This dude is like insane yep. on his guitar. Yeah. just just Mr. Fingers. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, he was like. Fuck yeah! Uh, are we down to join, like, to to do something with you? And I sent him some of my stuff, and he was like, "Just very out of his wheelhouse because yeah. it's all metal." But he really enjoyed it. It was like kind of like a challenge for him, you know? Like, yeah. Oh, try something new. Yeah. But I'm like, it's not really a challenge. It's just punk rock, <laughs> yeah. you know. And that in fact, that it, it, I'm playing it because I'm a drummer. I'm a drummer okay. first. And then, uh, but I have like a shit ton of these songs. He was like, "Well, fuck yeah, bring that shit back out. Don't dump it, you know." And it's like, I don't know. And uh, it kind of convinced me to just, yeah, just let's do this. So yeah. we just started jamming, and then like not that long after, Davey jumped in, mm-hmm. started jamming with us, and then like maybe, maybe a couple of weeks later, you yeah, you joined were there. in. So yeah, it's <clears throat> great. And I've then, always uh, felt like I've meshed in quickly. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Super fun. Um, it's like, I mean, shit, we just had a practice. We ran through our set, threw in a couple extra songs in there, and yep. 
the way oh shit we forgot to play london <laughs> oh that's <laughs> shoot, <right>. we did <laughs> <laughs> which was fun no as some don't know uh it's a uh, morrissey well the the smiths yeah song and the one jam that i was really like digging for some reason it just popped up on uh on mm-hmm. like, a playlist i'm like fuck that dude i could like that's the hardest fucking thing I ever heard the Smiths play. Sure, that's probably as close to punk rock as yes, the Smiths get. Exactly, yeah, is that yeah. song? Fuck yeah! So I'm like, fuck. And then the way I really uh, the original, uh, I envisioned like a like fucking upright bass, just yeah. fucking pounding yeah. away on it. But the way we got it going now, mm-hmm. shit. Even the first practice we yeah. did with it, it was fun. Yeah, totally we played like a time and a half, and it sounded tight already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh yeah, it was super fun, was and I'm digging good. it. So um, we're uh, we're here just hanging out, and that's pretty much it. We're just gonna talk about some music, yep, some of our loves, uh, the things we grew up, you know, listening to, and um, yeah, what beer we like, <laughs> 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 um, and uh, I guess. Let's start with uh, one of you guys. You started off uh, a little bit, yeah. With, uh, your multi multi instrument instrumentalist. <laughs> so here's it doesn't thing. roll off the tongue. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, I was a kid. We moved from uh, Simi Valley to San Clemente, and, and I was bored stiff. My dad took me to a pawn shop and got me a an old Kent guitar, a big hollow body, and I started taking some lessons. And that was really short. So I just started picking up stuff that I could on the radio i remember playing the riff from turning japanese <laughs> you know <laughs> nice and yeah it was just cover that song and my friends were just like what you can do that like, yeah it's just just listen and do it you know uh-huh and you, uh then you have I, lessons or you just just self-taught picked it up a couple of lessons yeah but no i mean lessons as lessons no i, I never had consistent lessons i'm 99 percent self-taught yeah you don't know like a, a diminished minor third i used <laughs> to know all that i'm stuff. getting there but it's all by accident <laughs> yeah i don't even know you know I yeah i don't read music i don't know notes i'm like the only tuning I know is E because my ears constantly ring, and that rings in E. <laughs> so, so you, you know, I'm, mine could probably do be too. in tune all the time. Mine That's do too, and I think I'm in A <laughs> because I'm always going straight for the A. You know, awesome. I know where the notes are on the neck, and if I don't know, I can find it. You know, it's not, it's not really rocket science if you've done it for a long time. Right. But um. I, I feel really good at the point where I'm at now where I can join into a band of people and and get uh, and get to a place where we can play a song that sounds good quickly. True. You know, it takes a while to do that. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, well, see, I, um, well, I, I am now the baby of the band. Because <laughs> you are, you guys are a, a little older. Yeah, I think I'm the old man. Still, still <laughs> throwing it down, though. And for you, Dave, I got to give you props because, I, mean, yeah. I mean, I've played a lot of fast punk rock shit, a lot of old metal stuff, and just like, fuck. And uh, I get my own aches and pains, you know, <laughs> but uh, I'm seeing you doing it and you getting down. Like, well, fuck. The, the older I get, I literally train for it. Mm-hmm. Seriously, by yeah. like, I do a lot of cycling and stuff like that, and even, gosh, even doing Pilates and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and um, all that stuff goes hand in hand with with playing the drums in terms of endurance. Yeah, and even like riding my dirt bike, because each limb on your body 
reacts differently when you ride a dirt bike with your clutch, your throttle, your brake, all that mm-hmm. stuff, that it kind of rolls over to drums too. So it's just, it all is tied together for Everything me. is yeah. moving. Yeah. Everything. Limb mm-hmm. independence. You need uh-huh. to, yeah. You need to have all four able yeah. to do something different at the same time. Yeah, I'm, I'm but, self-taught playing drums. And yeah. I, sometimes I'm just like, I don't even know how I did it, but it was like <laughs> air drum. And yeah. I learned how to play drums without having a kit. That's wow. The, that's the thing. Okay. Yeah, I never had a kit until. That's amazing. And uh, it was just like, you know, watching videos, like watching Headbangers Ball mm-hmm. and yeah. watching all the band videos and uh, just like, you know, just uh, seeing where their hands are, the placements, what was what. Like, yeah. this, okay, that's supposed to sound like that. That's a ride cymbal sound. Mm-hmm. That's keep drawing this hats. And, I mean, of course, in the 80s, the the, the, the heyday of hair metal. Yeah. Um, they had them fucking crazy, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, twelve piece like drum sets and yeah. shit. But I was like fascinated. But you know, shit, when I <laughs> when I when I saw fucking Tommy Lee and listened to Molly Crew, I was like, that's it. I want to do that. Yeah, <laughs> I want to be like that guy. Yeah, <laughs> Dave makes it look effort, effortless too. It looks like he's just sitting back there having a vacation. He don't break a sweat. <laughs> oh no, I do, man. And not so much here, but when we play places, I'm I yeah. I sweat bad, really bad. Yeah. My yeah. drummer's inspiration when I was playing drums too for a while, uh, Keith Moon. Oh yeah, Keith <laughs> Moon's an just animal. Freaking crazy. Yep. He, he's not really a drummer so much as his own piece of the orchestra. Yeah, true. <laughs> you know, because he's never really keeping a time. I mean, he does. Yep. But it's more accenting every part of the song. Yep. And he he never even used a hi hat on yes. stage, but only for recording, and that's just insanity to me. The hi hat's like. I never knew 70% that. Seventy percent of yeah. the kit. For I him. remember seeing that. The only other times he used his hi hat was when he threw it at people and stuff. Out of it. <laughs> yeah, and he threw a lot of shit. Yeah, he did. <laughs> it was very high when he was doing it very too. Very. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, I dug it. I dug all that. All that stuff. The eighties yeah. stuff. But I mean, even though as a younger kid, um, all the eighties, like mm-hmm. the the new wave stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean the the all the like the poppy stuff. I mean, de- definitely the the British. The British New Wave spot, like you can tell, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, in that in that era, it was like the the American '80s. Yeah, yeah. and you got the British '80s with yeah. a lot of synthesized, a lot of synth- a lot of wild hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and then the '80s are like a lot of seagulls. Yeah, totally. You know the 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 Bruce Springsteen, Courtney Cox dance. Yeah, oh my gosh. Yeah, I think that's in my genes. I still do that. You're like, yeah, yeah. For for me, back in the day when I was a little kid, I was, I was way into like Ringo on the drums. Yeah, and then I was into I I loved Elton John stuff like Goodbye Yellow Book Road. Yeah, and he had a drummer in his band, Nigel Olson. The guy was phenomenal. And for me, I just loved watching Nigel Olson play because he had a big drum kit and he just was. <laughs> I, I looked up to that guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My dad would take me to. Uh, Palomino? No, Patio Pizza in Simi Valley when I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. And they had live music, country bands like uh, Red Simpson. He had a song called Hello, I'm a Truck. <laughs> 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 but I used to get to watch these guys play live and I was hooked. Like, yeah. I want to do that. Yeah. Yep. Didn't matter what instrument I could figure it out on. I just wanted to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've always loved to just perform, you know, whether it be music or anything i just like to perform i like to be out there riling up a crowd yeah me and my cousin we would uh he was a a year younger than me but 
when we did go out to to visit him at, uh, in Jersey for a weekend. Me and him would just like go to his room. We like we play a lot of Van Halen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, um, and uh, we put the T-shirts on our heads to act like we had long hair and just <laughs> air guitaring. That's stuff. classic. Yeah, that yeah, sounds we about right. All into it, and then uh, man, shit, I th- we were probably like maybe ten or so, ten, uh-huh. and somewhere around there. Uh, another time uh, when I went to visit him in Puerto Rico, and I was about fourteen, and I was like really into like the hair metal and stuff. I remember going out to uh, visit him, and he had a poster of Striper, <laughs> striper. On, his, on his wall. <laughs> and Winger, he was just like, I like Winger. Yeah. Like, I mean, I I love me some Striper. I don't care what everybody no, it's says. It's cool. It's just funny as hell. But all that stuff. I mean, uh-huh. e- even if it's cheesy, whatever. The, it was just great to watch, to listen to. And right now, between the what's gone on the radio now, I'd rather go to old shit. So yeah. I listen to more same hair. 80s hair yeah. metal, 80s new wave, all that, a lot of 70s disco. I love me some disco. Yep. Um, uh, oldies. Uh, and then uh, the the 80s thrash metal scene and stuff like that. And I'm, I'm that way a lot too. Listen to like a lot of the punk rock stuff I listen to mm-hmm. is all this the old school stuff like the old Black Flag and the Circle Jerks and yeah all the old bad religion stuff and just stuff that brings me back. Because I, I mean I've seen all those guys play back in the early 80s and just when I listen to that stuff it takes me back. But for me that's that music's like for real. And it takes a lot for like a newer punk rock band mm-hmm. to make me actually become attracted to them and buy their music because a lot of the stuff some of these bands are playing is like, you just want to tell them, dude, this stuff was already played back in like 1983. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's sad, but it's the kind of the way it is. Well, what, what grabs you when you, uh, what, like, you know, I'll, I'll sit on with like at work or uh-huh. I'll have a, like headphones on or something doing stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'll throw on like Spotify and like some kind yeah. of punk mix, and then I mean I've in the last couple of years or so, a few years, I found so many like new bands. Yeah, they probably were around already for a little bit, mm-hmm. but um, and then some were new, and I'm like, oh shit, this is this is sweet, you know, like a song grabs me. Yeah, like for me, like in the first in the first few seconds, something's got to grab me. Yep. And, uh, yeah. But what what grabs you? Definitely got to be powerful. Mm-hmm. I don't vocal wise. I don't like. I like people with powerful vocals, not necessarily like singing all blah, 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 that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's, the music definitely has to be powerful. It doesn't have to be like a million miles per hour. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of over the whole million miles per hour music. Yeah, Tourism, it doesn't have to be like a train. I, I don't even like playing that million mile per hour music anymore. Even though a lot of the bands I played in, because I could play that fast beat. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, that's all they want to do is play a beat that's like. A million miles per hour, then eventually I get burnt out and don't even want to play with them anymore. Right. Because I just can't do anything different. Everything's like, to where it just yeah. it, it drives it's me up. It's really a wall. hard to throw a fill when you're going that fast. Yeah, you know. And so when I see a live band, there's a few live band, like I like the band off with their heads. They're phenomenal. Yes. Um, yes. I dig but that. there's a band, what's it, uh, Trash Talk. Those guys are one of my favorite bands. I love those guys. And, mm-hmm. um, there's a band from, I really like this band called The Vicious. They're really cool. They're from, I think they're from Sweden or something like that. And they're, they've been around for mm. a few years and stuff. They're really cool. Vicious. Um, okay. Shit, I'm going to have to get some some some, yeah. uh, some band names from yeah, you guys. Yeah, it sounds like I'm going to need to yeah. hit and you the, up for a list. <laughs> and The Vicious are cool. They're kind of like, they play like really clean guitars. 
and it's kind of surf sounding. Yeah. And um, they're just really good. They're really no solos. It's just really mm-hmm. clean guitars with like mid tempo to fast tempo and surf beats, and they're really cool. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think of what you're playing now as part of the Bunker Club? Like, I like it because it's all across the board. It's not. It's. I could play all kinds of different beats and stuff and do different roles and different fill, all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff. It just, it, it keeps me more interested and makes it, just makes it fun. Yeah. All right, cool. You know? That's cool to hear. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, as a drummer, I mean, I wrote yeah. all these songs uh-huh. with, um, with me in mind because I mean I am a drummer so yeah. I like wrote a lot of stuff yeah. according to and a lot of times I would just write those riffs and mm-hmm. then just jump on my drums and like just kind of play it in my head and see yeah. Like, oh yeah yeah and uh, with Nate the original one of the original guitar players for, for Bunker Club we did all the the home tracking demos for a lot of the stuff and I would just jump on the drums and just play everything yeah, like this long. Yeah, I mean, this is these little transitions. That's but pretty cool. You I'm do kind that. of I'm kind of the, one of those people. Like I just I want to uh, I I do want to have like stuff going on that's going to keep me interested as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. If you're just playing metal, it's just fast and it's just yeah. one tempo. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Eh. I like little. It's fun for a while. Yeah. Little <laughs> little accents. I I love little accents. Even with like, you know, up the the bell. I have a, yeah. like a separate bell uh-huh. <laughs> sometimes. That, or. Um, I used to play live uh, with uh, my old band from New York, the Truants, and I would play around with different things. I had like uh, a China cymbal and a fucking tambourine. And people, what the fuck? And they used to give yeah. me shit like, "You have just, a double kick pedal? What are you doing that?" Yeah. Like, it's just for accents. Just I'm throw it sitting in there, there and fucking ride it. Yeah. It's just yeah. you know what I'm doing because I was not uh, a punk fan at all mm-hmm. when I joined the Truants. Really? That was like my first punk band. It was like '97. Interesting. I mean, I I knew of punk rock and stuff. Uh-huh. I mean, when I was a little younger, I knew of like the Sex Pistols and yeah. I had the Nevermind the Bullocks. Yeah, you know, and uh, I knew of the Ramones and so. But I'm just like, it was not really my thing. I thought it was like, eh, whatever. Yeah, I was all ah, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hair metal yeah. and just all that stuff and 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 all the thrash and yeah, 90s early uh, you know. 1990, the big into death metal and stuff. Yeah. Because I was an angry kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I didn't like anybody. Just threw my hair. Don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> Dark. But um, <laughs> when my buddy had me, uh, and I did see his band play once, and I was like, oh, yeah, check us out. We're going to we're gonna play at uh, CB's. I'm like, all right, cool. And I went to check him out, and, and, uh, and he was my roommate at the time. I was like, well, fuck. That's like, that's punk rock, but it's it's punk with a twist. Yeah. It's like it's not the typical punk rock, which is what I, what I see uh, like Ramones being. It's like yeah. the typical punk rock, and that's what I didn't like. So yeah. I'm not a I'm not a, a Ramones fan. Yeah, you know. It's just, huh. I mean, it's just I'm like, eh. it's the only guy I know that's ever said that, <laughs> right? Yeah, I've never I'm not a Ramones that. fan, but and he's know. from New York. Although my mom said that once. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing is, I, I just grew up with like a lot of music. I love a lot of different music. Yeah, uh, not the biggest punk fan, but um, when I heard them, I'm like, "Fuck!" Yeah, this like it caught my ear. It was like, "Holy shit!" It's 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 not just that 
that that typical yeah, no, punk beat and really you know, not a single channel a that punk different, stays different in. dynamics and stuff mm-hmm. like they had two guitar players which was not that big a, a, a thing in new york having yeah. two two lead guitar players yeah, yeah. they would like switch off like solos and go into and they all both have their own styles like meatloaf yep. yeah. <laughs> one of them had <laughs> the eagles his, yeah. totally carlos he had his uh his like real soulful and just yeah. a lot of bands it was almost like just like a carlos santana but just like fucking ribbed yeah and then melvin had his like very um uh, because he had he had guitar teachers and he like was like very he was a shredder uh-huh. Yeah, and uh, he was just like he was like the the metal side of it, yeah. with the fucking like the '80s guy, the, you know. Mm-hmm. I was like, holy shit! And then James on bass, and it was just like insane. I'm like, what the fuck? This yeah. is insane. This is awesome. Yeah. And then they got they hollered at me to go play drums. I'm like, okay, I guess. You know, I'll, I can fake it, I yep. guess. <laughs> like, and I'm in my mind, I'm like, just you know, just play the typical pug beat. Yeah, and then uh, I kind of did, and then I was like, "Well, actually, I could still do this. And yeah. I can add this thing." And because all the I played in like you know metal bands, and then I did uh, uh, some some uh, like, uh, like the alternative rock, and yeah, it, I just took everything that I liked, yeah, and just kind of threw it in there, and I, I didn't try to overplay, yeah, but um, whatever worked worked, yeah. And they were like, fuck yeah, you got to be in this band. Fuck yeah. I'm like, you want to play with us? I'm like, okay. And we're like, all right, we got a show in two weeks. Here's 18 songs. <laughs> like, Give me a, they throw there. a cassette at me. Here you go. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck. It's kind of but, the way it was back then. Yeah. And and the thing about uh, the East Coast, excuse me, um, they uh, that scene, it's it, it's a pretty big scene, but it's also kind of small because everybody knows everybody. Because yep. we all hung out at CB's, yeah. CBGB. I worked there as well. And um, I would throw on throw shows together and just have mm-hmm. all these bands come out and play. And uh, they there there was no shortage of musicians. Yeah. I feel like that's that. There's a shortage here. It's yeah. always really kind of been musicians. that way too. There was a time back in the early '80s. I was playing drums in like three or four bands. Yeah, you know, it's just yeah. it was crazy. Yeah, finding people. It's just that that's the hardest thing out here. And the crazy thing was is like, the band I was in. We were called the Corruptors at the time, and there was like hardly any musicians around. But yet we'd go play a party like in Lompoc or even in Santa Maria, and then 200 people would show up to watch us play. And wow. it's like, man, you people need to form a band. You yeah. know, let's get yeah. shit going. It's It seems like every band that you join, no matter what level or what you're into, uh-huh. after a few weeks of rehearsing together, if it comes yeah. together, it sounds good. Yeah. You know what I mean? If it doesn't come together, you yeah. got to start over back at the sleigh. But yeah. I think the thing I like about your music, Pete, is that it's Aww. very dynamic. It's really hooky, uh-huh. and uh, it's just fun to play. You know, right it's got a it's got a nice gallop to it. Some of it's faster, some of it's not so fast, and it's just got a good feel. I find myself enjoying rehearsing. Where some yep. bands, it's like work. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, thank you. Well, mm. for the longest, uh, I've been I've been in a lot of bands back east. Yeah, and I came out here, and I mean, I got here in 2005, and I think as soon as we landed, I was yep. looking for people to play with. Yeah, <laughs> because I'm like, this is what I do. I yeah. just, you know, I gave up a lot to be, just to play music because because I, I didn't go to 
do college and all that stuff because I'm going to be a rock star. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, this is what I was born to do. Yeah. And uh but uh that that means a lot cuz I mean for for so many years I was the drummer mm-hmm. and they were like you can't write songs. Right. <laughs> you, know, you get nah whatever. Yeah. And nobody ever really took me seriously. But um uh, Come on, think all the hits Ringo wrote. That's right. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but yeah. well, when when I saw Dave Grohl get out there, I was like, yeah. "Holy shit!" Yeah, like he was in the biggest band in the world. Right and now, he's in the next biggest band in the world. Yeah, he's the guitar player and the show. singer. So uh, I decided with uh, with Bunker Club that I wanted to uh, just do. Um, I just wanted to write songs that were fun, yep. and you know, I always I always tell people there's enough angry fucking punk rock in the world. There is. There's plenty, <laughs> so I just want to like just write songs that are are fun, yeah. uh, have some good energy, some good bounce, and have a little different like dynamics to it. Because yeah. some songs tend to be maybe a little a little poppy, a little bluesy, a little like this and that. So, because I'm kind of like in a way kind of injecting all the shit that I like. Yeah. And putting it in there because if I really wanted to be in a band that that played the music I liked, I'd be in like fucking twenty bands. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> me too. True. Me too. I listen to everything, but that's what music is. Music is art. Art is subjective to taste. Well, so you put in what you like, and not everyone else is gonna like it. But it doesn't really matter. You know, yeah. it's it's art. It's fun. Your stuff is is really dynamic. It's it's enjoyable. I don't play by the rules. That's <laughs> well, it used to be back, back. That's punk rock. Back in the day, you could go to a show, like at Santa Barbara or wherever, in the '80s, and you could see four bands play for say seven bucks. But each one of those bands sounded different. They were total, totally different bands. Yeah. Now you go to shows and stuff, and it almost seems like the first two bands are exactly identical. Mm-hmm. And then you have the last two bands that play normally the two bands that are touring together, and then those are the ones that sound distinctively different. Right. At least that's what I found. Yeah. You got. I mean, I I've thrown together shows at CBs and some other spots, but uh, and some here mm-hmm. as well, and I try to mix up. You have to yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Because that way, you know, like th- these people haven't seen these guys, and like yep. maybe they're gonna like them, and after a while, and I. I used to like when uh, the, uh, the the number count with like you know the lights yeah. like later you know because we didn't have YouTube I mean we didn't have a, a MySpace yep. and Facebook and all that yeah, shit any of that stuff. like now like fuck man could you imagine if we had all that right shit? <laughs> that totally. sense, you know plus you could record music right on your phone I know and I, shit I remember with with MySpace contacting other bands and they would answer like what the fuck this was just MySpace and everything now like more like with Twitter and and Instagram Instagram's a big thing I feel like uh, like Facebook isn't like that much of a big deal anymore but Instagram like the hashtags alone forget it and and you could just hit people up just by tagging them yeah because yeah. now, nowadays, you know, it's not the A&R people, A&R people. No, you, and you can bands. directly contact people just by freaking accident. Yep, yeah, you can. <laughs> it's true. Like, hey, uh, what do you think about uh, <laughs> coming down here and doing whatever? And, yeah. Uh, but, I mean, shit. I had, uh, I I think it was back in, oh, I don't remember. 
it's been quite a few years, but I remember uh, playing some shows with the Coffin Cats. Yeah, those guys killed it. And I, I love put the those guys cats. up at uh, so Bunker Club. This was a few years ago, quite a few years ago. Um, they came through, and Chris Sandoval, uh, it was yeah. a Garsman show, and he was like, "Hey, I got Coffin Cats coming down, and do you want to play like two shows with them back to back?" We were doing like O'Sullivan's and Manny's. Yeah. I'm like, all right, yeah, sure, no problem. I, like, I think I they, saw the O'Sullivan yeah, show. Do they need a place to crash? I could put them up, and I totally put them up at another place, and it was wild. It was like, yeah. fuck it. You know, I think my family totally. was out of town. <laughs> I was like, sure, if I can come out, you know, and they roll up with their big old trailer. Yeah. <laughs> so, Those guys but, have a merch machine going too, man. They, Those guys. I, you know what? I They are... I, I'm considering them like the hardest working fucking punk band. They're out a there. very hard working band. They put out their own shit now. Yeah. Their their uh their own merch. I mean, they take off for like one or two years of sh- doing shows. They yeah. come back, regroup, record new shit, do <laughs> promoting. See, that's the way it should be. It's all DIY. Yeah. That's what it's yeah. all about. Yeah, but these guys are at another level, man. I know. It's it's wild. Just like they're the way they they're so tight. Yeah, and they're just so engaging too. Yeah, you know, like watch them, like fuck, it's like rockabilly on speed. Hell yeah, I love it. <laughs> it's the best. I mean, I miss them. Like having them coming down here. Yeah, you know, and I've seen them quite a few times. And then I got to play with them and mm-hmm. have them in my house and I made them breakfast. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, fuck, man, I just I gotta start like a a bed and breakfast for fucking bands that are on tour. Like, come on, we we'll feed you. Idea. That's you know, classic. And have a jam wouldn't room. It, wouldn't that be great? That was to be the shit. Wouldn't dude. that be great? Right. You just come out like a like a whatever fee and just fucking come for the day, for, you know, for the night. Usually yeah. they're just in town for a night or two, and uh, yeah, hit and it and have a jam room, yep. have some beers, hang out, bullshit, you know, do a podcast. Yeah, that's the way a lot of those older bands. I'm sure that bands nowadays too, they have they have like a whole entire circuit of places and contacts, and they just travel all around, mm. get a whole. And this band helps them out, and the other band in New York helps them out, and they go like to this this you know state and then this other band will help them out and they just jump all yeah. around oh yeah as it, it should be right yeah i would be all with the i did a tour with the truants and uh we had like just we we have no plans to like have a hotel or nothing and we just show up to a show and somebody would be like oh yeah you need a spot to crash we're like sure and there's all of us like five yeah. or six of us our driver because <laughs> <laughs> well, none yeah. of us drove yeah and we just all roll up to somebody's house and we're like, fuck, this is a pretty cool spot. Or, wow, this is a shithole. <laughs> you know, Doesn't like, matter. I'm yeah. going to sleep in the van. I get the couch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, any, any like, uh, tour stories or just, like, you know, some of your experiences? Good stuff or, or horror stories? Any horror uh, stories? Oh, yeah. I have a horror story. Uh, one time I remember my band, we played in the, in the Pomo of all places. And... We were finished playing, and we were going to put all our stuff in our van. We walked outside, and there was about 40 angry rednecks out there across the street. <laughs> oh, shit. And they said, we're going to kill you punk rockers. We're going to kick everybody's ass. And so we freaking <laughs> went good in. Accent. Just because. Yeah, thank you. And we went back inside, and, and we're like, hey, man, these people across the street, your neighbors aren't letting us leave. And then the person who lived across the street that who had this house party went over there and was talking to him. They said, we're going to kick every punk rocker's ass in that house as soon as they leave. And there was a shit ton of those rednecks. <laughs> oh. And so he called the police and the police came and they had to freaking like literally fight with him to get him. They had to take him away by force. Mm. Wow. All these rednecks. It was gnarly. 
Yeah. Just I remember because. like <laughs> I remember going to Pismo one time. I had a friend of mine lived over there. And here I was, this, you know, shaved head punker dude with a black flag shirt on. I'm playing pinball at this this <laughs> arcade in Pismo. Yeah. Next thing I know, my friend taps me on the shoulder and he's like and he's he was a heavy metaler dude. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Dave. I'm like, Yeah, he's like I think you need to get the fuck out of here. I'm like, why? I look, and I'm surrounded by 20 freaking heavy metal faggots. <laughs> and it's like, and I'm like, fuck. And then they looked at me. We're going to beat the fuck out of you, man. You better get the fuck out no. of this fucking city. Because you're like, wearing a black flag shirt. Yeah. And oh. I had short buzzed hair. Idiots. And so I'm like, I left, and I had to walk down this freaking, this aisle of like heavy metal dudes on each side just like literally just glaring at me wanting to kill me just like dude, <laughs> like the long hairs oh yeah total long hair okay. freaking like motley crewers whatever you want to call them you know <laughs> van haleners yeah <laughs> that's funny because... back then back then though we despised them man you go to punk rock shows and long hair you're gonna get your freaking ass yeah, kicked it was, man that was quite a divide it was back gnarly. then yeah big yeah. time man if you even my brother i remember i have a younger brother he's four years younger than me and he want he he heard he started getting into my music and stuff, and he really liked the exploited. And they were on their mm-hmm. first tour, yeah. and they were coming to play at the Kalita Community Center. And so he wanted to go. And my brother had long hair. I'm like, dude, mm-hmm. I wouldn't go with that long hair, man. <laughs> I'm like, you're gonna get your ass kicked. I'll be okay. As soon as he stepped one foot in the pit, this one skinhead dude came up from out of nowhere and just boom punched him in the face and busted his nose wide open. And he came up to me. He's, he's like that dude over there punched me in the face dave i'm like look over i'm like i don't care <laughs> whatever I'm like, i don't know dude, you. i told you man <laughs> gave and you so, warning and so then the next show i can't remember what it was in galita my brother you know he got all into it and my mom's like all right you can cut your hair now and mm-hmm. so then he gave himself this big huge mohawk and all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah i remember seeing the exploited i was uh i think it was in was i in high school yet might have been, or it might have been like my. Oof. Yeah, I think it was early high school. Um, but the Exploited came through, and I saw them at uh, at the Ritz. I think it was in New uh-huh. York City. Yeah. yeah. And it was the wildest lineup because, oh, yeah. I mean, of course, like me and my buddy were like long hairs. We're like yeah. fucking yeah. We're all metalheads, but. Yeah. Uh, we didn't go to see the exploited. <laughs> we went to see yeah. the opening band, okay, which was Morbid Angel. <laughs> uh huh. And it was, so the lineup was Morbid Angel opening, uh, Agnostic Front, yeah, okay, and then the exploited. Wow. So you had the, that's a the, lot. The metalheads, you had the punks, and you had the skinheads. That's Absolutely. a lot like, going on. Fuck. Yeah, that's and I was like, so making for a ride. Back then, that's dangerous yeah. to get yeah. all those yeah. crowds together. Yeah. <laughs> No <laughs> shit. And yep. me and my buddy were like, or this was, you know, definitely in the 90s, early 90s. We're all fucking, yeah. yeah. We had balcony seats. We're like, fuck that. We're not going to be down there. <laughs> uh-uh. No fucking way. And we yeah. were up there, like, watching the show. And, we you know, we watched more. But Angel fucking tear it up. And mm-hmm. just the skin has her fucking all ball of long hair. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. They're beating up punk rockers. And, they were vicious oh, yeah. for a time, they're man. just fucking everybody up. And that- then uh, we watched this one guy roll in with uh, this... Uh, this little punk rock guy who's like mohawk, spike jacket, and he fucking runs into the pit during the exploit and fucking pulls out a ketchup and mustard bottle and starts squirting <laughs> the fucking all over the place. And they fucked him up. That's beautiful, though. <laughs> it That's was the beautiful. Best yeah, I remember when the exploited played in Galita. Wadi, he had 
on the stage. He had these big bottles of Old English, that 800 beer. <laughs> and he started drinking, and he would take, seriously, a full bottle of that stuff, throw it up in the air, and it was smashing right in the middle of the pit. Frickin' beer everywhere. <laughs> oh, he was class. taking the mic stands, throwing them in the crowd. It just, it was, it was like out of control, man. It was like, <laughs> it was insane. It was... Back then, though, you go to a show. I remember the first band I saw in 82 was uh, Black Flag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was one of Henry's first shows. Okay. And I remember um, when I went there, I was scared. I was scared shitless because, number one, my hair wasn't all buzz short. Uh-huh. <laughs> my friends was, but I just wanted to go and check because I liked Black Flag, so I wanted to go watch him play. You just wear a hat. And I was like, <laughs> I were going there, and I felt like this is the odd man out, and I thought for sure I was going to get my ass kicked. But then he introduced me to some people and stuff, and everything was fine. Mm-hmm. But, man... I've seen some people poot them man, let's get the shit beat up yeah. by skinhead dudes and gang members. That's what actually ruined the whole punk rock mm. scene in L.A. and stuff was all the gang yeah. stuff. After a yeah, while, it started getting all gangy. You, you had like the, the stories. Uh, you had like the, the you had the suicidal guys. You had the lads. Yeah. You had the the circle one guys, the family, the dudes, and you had uh, the FFF and and that was after was, the Ramon show that basically caused a riot in the middle of Los Angeles. So the city yeah. was against you too. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, mm. going to see, going to the Olympic Auditorium, and after the show, I remember walking back to my truck with three of my friends that came along, and we're walking, and we saw, like, a big group of, of cops hanging out in a circle. The <laughs> yeah. next thing I know, there's just beer bottles flying everywhere, and it hit one of them in the face, and I looked at my friend. I'm like, dude, we need to get the hell this out of here. This is time to go. <laughs> next thing you know, he's, he's like, no, let's check it out and watch, and there's just bottles smashing everywhere, and... And all of a sudden, man, here comes all these LAPD cars. They formed the riot line. Yeah. And I remember we across the street from the Olympic was a McDonald's. Mm-hmm. And I remember we hid in the bushes at McDonald's. <laughs> and we were just watching people just That's get a- pummeled with billy clubs. Just freaking tore up. Man. We saw this one car. This, this, this young girl was, like, trying to leave in her car. Cops surrounded it, started smashing it in with their billy clubs and broke the side window. And she didn't do anything. That's the police just, like, picked out any, anybody they saw that was a punk rocker. You're a freaking enemy. Colored you're, and hair. You're, you're getting wow. your. You're gonna wow. eat a billy club no matter Oof. what. Hate, and that happened man. here up in San Luis too when there was a riot at the Dead Kennedy show. I remember, so I saw, I saw people just, just get the shit beat out of them by the sheriffs for no reason at all. Mm. And so when they broke up the show, the Dead Kennedys didn't even get to play. Oh, and I remember wow. go. I remember going outside, and I was with my girlfriend at the time, who became eventually became my wife. We're divorced now, but I remember she. She, like, had a bottle in her hand, and she's like, watch this. I'm like, what? Be careful. <laughs> Wham! Throws it at a cop car. Oh, that's uh, a bad you know, idea. It was just crazy. <laughs> no, man. And I remember we're just, like, running and stuff. We had, a, we had like, dove under some, underneath somebody's car, and the cops are just running everywhere. The yeah. fire department came with a fire truck and started blasting people. And Oh, yeah, that that, pro, that power watch. Yeah. It was <laughs> right. You don't yeah. want to be you don't It was be crazy. That. Oh. It was fun. I'd relive it all over again if I could. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just in a different way. Honestly, yeah. I needed to go. I was in Orange County as a kid, and I needed to go to L.A. more than I did. I should have been there more. Yeah. I saw the uh, I saw the Cramps uh-huh. play the Palladium like in '89. Uh huh. That was that was fucking amazing. Yeah. I uh, I saw the Vandals play at a little club called the Coach House in San Juan. Uh huh. I started helicoptering in the middle of the pit, just cleared it out. People were like, "Get the fuck away from that guy." <laughs> <laughs> it was so much fun. Yeah. I always love live music. Totally. Mm. Yeah, I used to always go down to Fenders, too, a lot down in Long Beach. That was a lot of good times, too. There were a lot of 
a lot of gang stuff down there too. There was like, all the bouncers were Samoan guys. And um, they were all gang members, like from the Sons of Samoa. But I remember one show we walked in, my friend and I, who was a singer for my band, and or our band that I was in, and um, he was Filipino. I remember we walked in, and as soon as we walked in the front door, this big old like six foot four skinhead guy walked up to my friend and I, and he's like, "Hey, I want you guys to check something out." And I'm like, I'm like, what? And he pulled up a sleeve and he had this big, huge swastika tattooed on his arm. He was like, what do you guys think about this? And I, like, I wasn't going to get my ass kicked. And same thing with my Filipino friend. He's like, he's like, hey, he's like, we don't have a problem with it. Just, just don't mess with us. He's like, all right, you guys take care. Have fun. And we walked wow. inside. And when that happened, it was like, shit, man. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I remember one time, even at Fenders, there was a lot of Circle One guys there. And there was a skinhead guy in front of me with a red bandana on, right up against the stage when I can't remember who was playing. And the Circle One guy, no, he had a blue bandana on. Circle One guy's like, well, it doesn't matter what kind of bandanas. Anyways, all that color's bullshit. Anyways. <laughs> You're definitely flying the, the wrong color. The, the Circle One guy ripped off that skinhead dude's bandana and pulled this other colored bandana out of his, hand, out of his back pocket and held it in front of his face. And he's like, if you wear this bandana ever again that color, you're going to get your freaking ass kicked and you're going to be killed. All this crap. I'm like, fuck, Ooh, man. Yeah, I don't need any of that gnarly stuff, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Too like, much. Even there one time, I remember, this is how crazy it was. I remember somebody had a beach ball and there's somebody started hitting a beach ball around at this punk show and this punker dude's like what the fuck is this this isn't a freaking us festival or anything like this <laughs> so he caught the yeah. ball and whipped out the switchblade and just stabbed the ball squeezed it out and then threw it up in the air mm -hmm. i was like whoa <laughs> this dude carried a switchblade into the show you know yeah well it used yeah. to be you could do that stuff we yeah. sneak in all our own alcohol and whatnot yep well shit now shows they uh they will like you know, everything is patched down. Or I remember getting stopped, telling, getting told, "Well, you can't go in there with the with the, your wallet chain." Yeah. And stuff. You can't go in there with that. I was like, "What? What do you mean?" And it was like, "No, it's it was, it's a weapon." I was like, "No, it's keeping my wallet in my pocket." Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure there's gonna be somebody trying to pickpocket <laughs> yep. me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like, like oh. going through airport security anymore. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember. Even like at the La Casa in Santa Barbara when the, the original Vandals played there, Steve-O, the original singer, mm -hmm. when they played, he had a whole entire steel trash can full of beer. And so they're playing, and in between the song, he looked at everybody like, hey, who wants a brewski? Everybody's like, we, and he's just, you could have been 12 years old, man. You would have yeah, got yourself a beer and stuff. Right. Oh, yeah. I played tons of shows. Yeah. Like ABC No Rio back in New York, it was like a pretty much a squat. But yeah. it was like just the spot to go play and all the... It was indoors, so you know nobody's really hanging out. Yeah. But they had a back patio that was, you know, in the in the building complex, and so everybody was like a little courtyard that everybody was just hanging out, just fucking yep. get hammered. And I remember this one kid, our our band showed up to to play, and uh, there was like some, they were teenagers or whatever. But this chick had like a younger brother. He was. I don't know if he he might have even been fucking twelve or that young <laughs> or something. A little kid, but he was like, "I want to see the druids," <laughs> and he was like, his eyes were all closed up. He's just like, "Oh, I want to see the druids," and it's just like, "You saw them already." They're, they're and we're like, "Fuck, this kid's fucked up." But there was a lot of them, like, but 
it's funny because now I I can I look back at all the underage kids who used to yeah. come to our shows, yeah. and like they're all grown up now. They're all yeah. like, oh shit, man! I remember you guys. I remember totally. You guys. Yeah. <laughs> like fuck. Yeah. One of them got our like band tattoo, like a, like a logo. <laughs> uh, it was like one of the you know the picture of the the girl. The yeah. On the yeah, 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 yeah. They they got like two of them got the the, the true girl. That's great. Like, fuck yeah! Right on. I remember going to the house parties, house shows. That uh, just just a big room. The guy who lived there, his parents was out of town, and you know three bands, mm-hmm. people showing up with all kinds of beer and stuff. And just thinking to myself, someone's gonna have to clean this up because yep. <laughs> this kid's gonna get his ass kicked when his parents come home. Right. Oh and, yeah. Uh, my my nephew, before he was my nephew, he's f- almost forty now. <laughs> before he was my nephew, he was underage. One of these shows had a, a coat and he always had like 10 beers on him you know <laughs> so pockets. he was the guy you wanted to <laughs> he's the guy that you wanted to be around and now yeah now he's my nephew <laughs> yeah, I've, I've seen some houses get trashed man right yeah oh. one time we played at a um a frat house in isla vista they want us to come and play so we played and then um, I don't know if you guys ever heard of the band RKO. We used to play with them a lot. Mm-hmm. And they didn't play, but their drummer, who is a friend of mine, his name's Bomber, he came along and watched us play. And it was just my band, that was it. So anyways, in between my band playing, we took a break, then Bomber would play guitar, this and that. But it got so freaking wild that, I mean, people went, it was a, in this frat house, somebody went in like the guy, the bathroom in the house, ripped off the shower curtains, clogged up all the plumbing. It was just nuts. Freaking beer spilled everywhere. Straight up vandalism. It was just crazy. Yeah. 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 Writing like, you know, band names on the walls with Sharpies <laughs> and just, yeah. I mean, I felt bad for whoever put Could on that show. Could you imagine putting on a party? Being a little out of it by the end of the night, yeah, and then waking up to that carnage, going, yeah. "Oh man, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah. man, this is gonna cost." Totally. What do you think about um, all ages shows? Like, I think it's great. I think all ages shows are a must. Yeah, but you still gotta be able to cater to the older people too, and have yeah. beer there, alcohol there. Yeah, there should be, you know, do wristbands or stamps or something. But yep. I agree, all ages shows are but definitely I think a must. It depends on the the place too, because yeah. The, the 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 underage kids that you, you if you're able to get a spot or venue yep. to to do one of these it's those same kids you're trying to hook up with like a spot to them to have them you know see shows they tend to be the first ones that fuck it up for everybody else absolutely yep. because they're absolutely. the ones that are like oh they're drinking fucking out, out on the sidewalk True. Or just outside yeah. or off on, just doing dumb shit yep and that's what just kills me because I've seen places out here just had totally get shut down because, oh, yeah. you know, somebody. But the just, thing is, though, that stuff wouldn't happen at an Eddie Numskull show at all. His shows were always good, but it's the other guy who's, I don't even want to say names, but the other guy <laughs> that puts shows here, he got all his, all these venues that, all these venues that Eddie Numskull had. So he started putting on shows, and next thing you know, they're all closed down because. Mm. 
He never policed him right and has made it a free-for-all. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a bummer. I think BC Centro does it right. I mean, there's no oh, yeah. Yeah. no drugs I, or alcohol or anything, yep. but it's an all-ages venue, and people show up and enjoy totally. it. It's cool. It's just a warehouse, basically. Yep. I've heard about that place. I had yeah. the guys from Last Point on, and they were telling me, like, they were raving about that place. We played there a couple of times, yeah. the Platinum Disturbia, mm-hmm. and just enjoyed it. And, you know, 20, 30 people in the house, very small. Yep venue but uh it was really enjoyable three or four bands lined up you know said they had a sound guy yeah go for it yeah had a sound guy um they always got some funny lights going on you know yeah there's their sound guy yeah i i've uh i've wanted to you know of course now we're in the age of the rona where everything's locked down i wonder what it's going to look like when we come back i know we've already lost a couple venues manny's manny's is down yeah and I, I don't, I don't know what else is. Maybe but O'Sullivan's is not doing shows for a little bit. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I hope they're they come still back, around. Though. But yeah, but you, you never know. I mean, we're still just just now emerging from this business-wise. Yeah, hey, people have to make money in order to survive. I don't know what it's going to look like in a but month or two. We have a show booked for June 19th, I believe. Um, and, um, you know, I don't think it's going to happen. No, I'm I just, pretty sure it's not going to happen, but you would think, I mean, we were going to play with uh, the uh, Channel 3 yeah. and Decry, but if they're the ones that are on the tour, then, you know, coming through town or whatever. They're not going to be touring. If they're not coming, you know, if nobody, everybody's canceling their shows. Right. I just got official confirmation that my uh, Green Day tickets are postponed until next year. Uh yeah. Where, where was that show? Uh, San Francisco. Okay. So, you know, big stadium show. Not going to pack a bunch of people up there. Up north in the Bay Area where it's really hot. Yeah. Uh, I'm speaking coronavirus hotspots, you know. <laughs> They're not going to do that right Damn now. Damn, Rona. Yeah. I don't know. Um, it, it makes me nervous. But um, I think, too, I'm just glad that we're able to practice. Yeah, but uh, I've have it's comforting. Seen, yeah, I have been seeing. Well, we didn't play for like shit. It feels like almost two months. I think we were down for almost two months. Yeah, and at then, least uh, six weeks. And then we like rolled and was like, "Fuck this, let's do this." Because <laughs> <laughs> I was losing my mind. Yeah, like I need. I think to I play. showed up to the first rehearsal with a mask. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah. Well, I didn't know. You know, just trying to be respectful. Yeah, June. Yeah, Friday, June nineteenth. It yeah. was gonna be at the uh, Stage Nine in Slow, mm-hmm. and I haven't played there yet. That would have been our first show of the year. <laughs> yeah. Now we don't know why. I think virtual shows is gonna be a thing for a while. That's what I was. I've been seeing them out there now. Yeah. Um, I, I've been watching the. There was uh, some festival that, like a music festival that happened recently. Yeah, Stay at Home Festival. And it was just like, they all had the time slots, and then you'd like tune yeah. into this channel. Or like uh, Either it was, uh, I think, Instagram pages or Facebook Live. Sure. Just yep. go here, go here, go there, go that's there. What, that's what TSOL's doing. They're playing at 3 o'clock, and they're playing live from some club in Las Vegas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right on. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a thing for a little while, I think. Yeah. But at least you can still get together and play. Yep. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> it's just there's something about just being in the room with everybody. True. Yeah. I mean, I know I could do stuff you know, home and 
just bounce from like instrument to instrument. Yeah. But it's just like it's just not the same. I barely I, I even bored. <laughs> I barely even rehearse or play if I'm not working with a band because that's my vibe. I want to work with the guys. Yeah. Yep. You know, it's, it's where I feel we're all keyed in and geared in together. And I'm like, okay, this is good. When I do it at home, I'm just noodling and I do the same riffs yep, right. for an hour. It's like, okay, I'm bored. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> no, I agree. No more. Basically, basically when I practice by myself, it's like a 30-minute drum solo, then I'm done. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously, that's <laughs> what it is. Okay, that's enough. Yeah. I'll turn on the bass if I want to annoy my neighbor. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes uh, early in the morning, uh, I'll like get up and like I'll grab something to drink, and I'll just go plug in and just noodle around. And sometimes I get like a good, good idea. Yeah. I'll, I'll like a riff, and it'll just come up, and I'll mess around with it or I'll hammer it out either all the way through, and it's a new song, and I'm like, fuck yeah, all right, cool. I've like my phone is like so, so full <laughs> of fucking riffs. Yeah. Okay. And probably got like two albums worth of fucking music. Yeah. But uh, are you one of those guys that? You get a riff in your head, and it's just amazing. And then an hour later, you're like, what What was that? Because if you don't put it down on something, it's gone. Oh, yeah, it's gone. Yeah. That's yep. the way I do it. I'm like, yeah. I know I've got some chart-topping shit that I've just blown <laughs> off oh, because yeah. I didn't, <laughs> didn't I'm, do anything with it. Because I drive a lot, too, for work. And there's times I'll be driving on the road, and I'll think of a song in my head yeah. and go, man, that'd be such a great song. And then 15 minutes later, what was that song I was just right? thinking about? Yeah. Even, even to the point where I tell myself, okay, remember, 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 yeah. remember. An hour later, it's gone. Yeah, I'll have. Uh, I, I like the fact that the, my phone has the little, the little uh, memo yeah. recorder. Uh -huh. So I'll like start humming shit into my phone, like long part. Pete's at his lunch break. People looking at him like he's crazy. That's classic. Or words, or if I have like lyric lines, words, and I just like like fucking mumble them into my mind. I always come into a chorus in my head. I mean, I can, I can, I have a hooky chorus idea. And uh, if I don't write it down, it's gone. Gang yep. vocal side. Whoa! Yeah. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> that's, that's how I do. Like, if I have the song, and then I'll just, like, start playing along with it, and then I'll just kind of hum nonsense, yep. mumble shit into the, to, to kind of get a, like, a structure, a vocal structure. Yeah. Uh -huh. And then uh, I'm like, all right, here's the melody. Okay. And then I'll, a lot of times I name, whoa, I'll, I'll name the riff. Yep. Just to, to have it locked into something. Yeah. Or just, or it'll be like awesome riff. Like, <laughs> awesome yeah. riff three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Or uh, something uh, odd. Like I have one called uh, Hedgehog. I don't know why, but <laughs> the fucking song is awesome. And I got to play it for you guys because it's fucking. Yeah, you've been talking awesome. about it. I got to hear that one. And uh, But uh, I, I just need words. And I have like a bunch of like fucking pages of stuff that's like, you know, I got a chorus here. And then yeah. the song has like the, the beginning few lines of a verse or, or I got a bridge on this side and I can't write I can't write lyrics I I, I can't either I just <laughs> no I'm bad I just I don't like what I write you know yeah. it's just boring it's it's uh, cliche it's you know oh, it, it's, it's always nice to join a band and somebody else has done the hard shit yep. <laughs> yeah that's me <laughs> yeah I'll do all the hard shit because <laughs> I'm like fuck what is it uh. so yeah. that's why I like I like to, to name stuff so that way um even if it's, uh, I don't know, it gives me something to work with. You know, like yeah. I say, if I call this, like, you know, bomber or something. Yeah. Or, yeah. 
Jack and Coke. I'm like, all right, let's let's yeah, write yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two tweakers and a fucking, you know, <laughs> I don't know, whatever. <laughs> I've had all kinds of cookie fucking Tweakers names. fighting over Twinkies. Sometimes they change the name, and then sometimes uh, it, it, it's it's something else. I think, um, uh, uh, so, uh, what was it? Uh, is it Speak? I think the song Speak is was originally called... Uh, Butterbean. <laughs> Butterbean? <laughs> yeah. Butterbean? <laughs> yeah. I think speak is better. Much better. Oh, no. You know, I think it was, I think, it, oh, it was the road. The road used to be called Butterbean. The road really? used yeah. to be called Butterbean. Yeah. I still that's like the funny. road better. Yeah. Butterbean. And then, and that's, yeah, that's like just ended up being like the t- song I just kind of put together as like, it's the, it's the, the touring song. Mm-hmm. So I usually like if I'm playing with a big band, a fairly big band, I'll be like, "Oh, this one going out to you guys because it's like a touring song." Yeah, like, yeah All the yeah, shit yeah. you deal with, you yeah. know, packing the van, moving your shit out there, fucking getting stickers on, throwing the finger and, away. You know, it's just like, <laughs> "Fuck yeah, fuck you, I quit my job." Which yeah. one time I've done that, I'm like, "Fuck you, I'm going on tour with fucking this other band." And uh, then I'm like, oh, it fell apart. Well, fuck. Uh, no, I was and just you, kidding. <laughs> and you come back, hey, can I have my job back? Can I have my job back? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that almost happened. But I was like, yeah. I was oh. going to go on tour with Molotov Cocktail. And then I fucking ended up getting sick on the way home after a practice with them. And I was like, fuck. I can't do it. That blows. I was like, you say you were quitting. I'm like, no, I was just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and I kept working. I was just mad that day. <laughs> yeah. So have you played in a lot of bands? Uh, I think a good amount um, since, like, uh, I got my first band out of high school, '92. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, that band, Infinite Cast, they were uh, more of like a what I I coined it as a psychedelic country funk core. Uh huh. Wow. Because so, it would get <laughs> it would get heavy and it would get really mellow okay. and then really groovy. And it was just <laughs> it, we just had different dynamics. Like th- everybody had their own thing, different thing to bring into it. So mm-hmm. like, holy shit! Like one second, like the song's like, oh shit, it sounds like the Almond Brothers, and then it's like, fuck, it's all like raging. You know? But uh, we played a lot of colleges, and that was a lot of fun. That's cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's cool. Drank a lot, <laughs> a lot of, because yeah, I was very straight edge. Not that I was trying to be. I was just not into like beer or whatever yeah. stuff. But um, when I joined that band, I was like, oh yeah, I had my first beer, had some first weed, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of firsts. Hey, this is fun. <laughs> and we like fucking just like get smoked out and just write these trippy fucking songs. And these, we were all like just barely like we were all like 18 19 20 yeah and uh we were also i mean i i look back i found a lot of the tapes i'm like fuck man this was like we were ahead of its time yeah when it came out and like shit and then the band broke up later and then you had these bands like fucking brian mellon and john spencer blues explosion and yeah oh no not well we were compared to them because i was like really oh shit all right cool but uh (laughs) there was one uh blues traveler came around and yeah oh shit yeah kind of remind me a little bit of those and those guys and then a buddy of ours who was like oh blind melon no i can't listen to this shit that's your stuff man they fucking ripped you guys off (laughs) because it was you know, there was there's a lot of like clean guitar in there, yeah. Like, like kind of like that groove, but yeah. Um, what, what Carlos played, he had like that fucking Santana vibe, that dirtiness, that rawness. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it was just like, <laughs> 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 and 
and that works. I'm like, and that's where I really like just started to find my way, you know, with drumming and stuff yeah. like that. And that band like took a little bit bit of a break, but I I joined the death metal band <laughs> in in that little break, and I played like one show, and it was probably the worst death metal band, but it. It, it was called Leviticus. Leviticus. <laughs> yeah. Those death metal guys. <laughs> Those death metal guys. Yeah. But uh, we played one show, and then I like regrouped with those guys, and they, we, we added another uh, a, a guitar player, which was mm-hmm. Carlos, who ended up being my best friend for the longest. And we played with, like, shit in just about every other band after that mm-hmm. together. It was... Uh, fun good memories you know yeah. just playing yeah. but the truants is where i cut my teeth in, into the punk rock because that's where i started to learn a lot of shit and and bands and for me don't hate me because a lot of people do when i say <laughs> shit it's like i don't even like old punk rock well, <laughs> stuff uh-huh. like 80s 70s 80s uh-huh. i'm not a big fan of it it's just because of the the quality the production uh-huh. like really shitty for recording uh-huh. like i like that's kind of the point but i started <laughs> to, but I, see that's, i'm all about production yeah like, i want to hear everything nice and clean i can and tell crisp, if you had right? unlimited time in a studio you would pump out a quality product no. yeah. i can tell yeah, and like a lot of the old recordings with the other bands and stuff, I was the one in the chair with yeah. the fucking engineers. Just yeah. Well, that's the way it is. Like with it's the Descendants, you got Bill Stevenson. He's virtually their sound man whenever they tour. Yeah. He writes all their songs, and he owns a blasting, what's it, the Blasting Studio in Colorado. Mm-hmm. And he records everybody, and that guy is like unbelievable mm-hmm. at being a, rec- a recording guy. Like yeah. the best. Some guys have it. It's like uh, arranging. You're yeah. an arranger yeah. in your head. Yeah, I do yeah. a lot of that stuff. Got Danny Elfman going on up here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know where it comes from. It just, I was just been a big fan of music, and I just hear something, and I go, oh, yeah. Well, how about this? See, see back in the day, though, like, I remember when the Circle Jerks, when they came out with that record, Wild in the Streets. Yeah. It was so overproduced that everybody thought nobody wanted to buy the record. Hmm. Everybody, this record's so overproduced, it freaking sucks. That's when uh, you punk know? rock started to become commercial. Yeah, they thought yeah. it was overproduced. It's a great record. I love yeah. that record. So, but a lot a, of people didn't like it because it was overproduced. Was the next one? Was it? Was that wonderful? No, it was um, Golden Shower of Hits, and it, it was a total different production. Yeah. Then after that was uh, wonderful. Wonderful was fun. It was overproduced. Uh-huh. Yeah. But by that time, it was accepted. It was to be overproduced. It was a good album. Yep. But, you know, I mean, it, again, it's art. It's subjective to taste. You don't have to like it. True. Well, I only really got into the Misfits, like, later in life. Me too. But, I just discovered the Misfits, but like, I like, years ago. I like the, uh, the, not so much the, I like the Glenn Danzig stuff. I like, That's I the wish, only stuff I like, Bob. I wish it was, like, sounded better. <laughs> well, yeah. You know, I was like, uh-huh. fuck. But <laughs> I was, I'm a big fan of the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? The other guy, Michael Graves. Oh, okay. Oh. I like the Michael Graves years because he had like more singing, more depth, yeah. more doo wop. Uh-huh. We'll see into that. Yeah, no, I love the doo wop feel. Really of the heavy. Husbands. See, I'm, the way I look at it, though, I'm sorry. You want to go ahead? Yeah, I was just gonna say, uh, you talk about punk rock and overproduction. I'm a huge Green Day fan. Oh, right? so am I. And uh, American Idiot, 21st Century Breakdown are just they're produced all to hell, but they're uh-huh. Bitching, bitching yeah. albums. Mm-hmm. You know, the earlier Green Day stuff. Uh, uh, that was um, like Kerplunk or whatever. Kerplunk. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, let, let's look at Dookie. 
Yeah. Dookie was a really great album. It wasn't like overproduced. It was like uh-huh. perfectly produced. But as punk rock goes by how I see it, Circle Jerks, Black Flag, etc., uh-huh. it's overproduced. But it's Absolutely. just great yep. music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's produced well for what it is. Yeah, same thing with the Dead Kennedy stuff too. It's like I produced love the really Dead good. Kennedys. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. I got to play I got to open out here. I got to open for the Circle Jerks mm-hmm. and uh T S O L. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, with Honor Bound Heroes when I was with that band. Yeah, that uh, that was the first band I put together out here, mm-hmm. and um, got a chance to do that. And I dug those bands live. I was like, "Fuck oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah!" Like, all right, and we're gonna go listen back. And I'm like, oh, "Yeah, these guys are some talented right. dudes." Well, you know, but sometimes live and the recording is completely different. Yeah. You got to really mm-hmm. judge the band's quality by the live performance. Yeah. Yeah. And I can and I I can totally get it. Like where like you know, where. Oh. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the the where they're coming from, mm-hmm. but I was like, oh man, like I, oh that song doesn't sound like that because yeah. I heard it this, like in live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh-huh. like with all the new gear and all that. Like what? shit, the band should just go back and fucking re-record all their old shit with new gear. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> you were talking about your uh, what you're listening to now on Spotify and talking about quality and whatnot. I'm uh, my guilty pleasure is, is power pop punk right now. <laughs> Oh yeah. So I'm listening to a lot of uh, Lit, Good Charlotte, Blink 182, Jimmy Eat World. That's all um, the '90s stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's well, so freaking good. Red jumpsuit apparatus. Mm. It's just so damn powerful, but it's super clean and super produced. The pop you know? punk, yeah. Well, yeah. that's what got see. I when I joined the Truants '97, uh, I started to play with the like we were playing a shit ton of shows with like big punk, like big bands. Um, uh, even like old 77 yeah. bands, uh, but uh, we were playing with like Dropkick Murphys. We yeah. Played, like when they were just starting to, you know, get out there and yeah. we, we played their record release party for the Do or Die album in Massachusetts. Those guys and are that like was road insane. warriors now. Yeah. That was insane. Those guys are everywhere. And we played they are that every, thing. They played here like once a year. And we played their first show with Al Barr as their singer. And it was right like, on. oh, what the fuck? And <laughs> it was wild, but. Isn't that amazing um, you've got that in your pocket to tell people about? Uh, I got We got a phone call to go open shows for Rancid. Mm-hmm. You know, so I got to go on the road and uh, just, uh, you know, play a small, small few shows. But it was like, fuck, the memories, you know. Mm-hmm. Right? We're like, fuck, we had a dressing room. Holy shit, this is the <laughs> shit. We got food. We got dinner. You know, we fucking, yeah. it was the shit. I got to sign autographs. I'm like, why? <laughs> Can you sign this for me? Why? Sure. Why <laughs> no. not? Yeah, but it's it was always it, fun when people appreciate yeah. what you do. Well, you know, it's it's kind of like even if like I told you, if I didn't fucking play anything anymore, I, I think I did uh, enough because the the amount of shit I've accomplished is like, you know, the average person. Mm-hmm. You know, how many people could say they went and fucking played for like five thousand people? You know? Yeah, I want to say that. And I haven't. I can't say that yet. You know, I want and, to say that. I haven't toured or anything yet either. I didn't get to sign a boob. I'm pissed, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, you will. This is the new incarnation of Bunker Club, yeah. and you're going to sign a lot of boobs. It's going to be like, oh, you got to get through all the layers, <laughs> the spanks, right? <laughs> Pull that. But yeah. um, it, it was totally it was a lot of fun, and I learned a lot of shit with uh, with playing with punk bands because I learned that in the scene, you know, versus metal and all the that. It's uh, it's more like I guess like a brotherhood, yeah. you know, you know, 
your band I don't know your band from shit but I'm like hey can I borrow your fucking drum stool or your uh-huh. cymbal or yep. can I use your kit or you know, yep. it's like people hate hauling gear yeah you know but I've always like I mean shit we used to do Greyhound bus tours wow <laughs> and just like share gear and mm-hmm. anywhere like even if I did shows here out here I just like let's have a back line I'll supply my shit yeah just, you know so that way yeah. there's not crap everywhere see for me I'm a little bit I mean back then I used to like I'd let certain people that I knew play my drums, mm-hmm. but now I, I really don't do it. Well, now that if, you're a little bit older and you've bought yourself a really quality drum set, yeah, I just don't, don't like, want to let just anyone no. play it. See, that's and, why I buy crappy gear. And if I let somebody, <laughs> if I let somebody play my drums, you better have your own cymbals because you're not going to be hitting my cymbals, oh, man. man. I got, yeah, I got a an old Pearl Forum drum set. So I guess I don't get to play on your drums. Huh? <laughs> oh, you can play my drums. Yeah. I got some B8 cymbals. I've got crappy guitars. And, you know, I, I buy that with the fact in mind that I'm going to let someone else play it. And if it gets destroyed, it gets destroyed. So mm-hmm. oh, I had some yeah. crash cymbals that I had for like 10 years. And I let one of my old bandmates fucking jump on my drums and play. And he fucking cracked both of yeah. them. Yeah. Like, son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 10 yeah. fucking years. Like, I'm, well, I mean, I mean, I'm not heavy handed. Yeah. But like, I, you know, I just, I do my. I, my thing, you know. I am heavy-handed. I've never broken a. Cymbal. I mean, to let somebody borrow your drum kit because they're too lazy to unload it out of their van or something is silly. <laughs> yeah, that's. You know, if you're too lazy to unload your kit and set it up, you shouldn't be playing the drums, man. <laughs> that's I one thing you got to learn my, as musicians: I just, hauling your shit. I just drug my drums all by myself, freaking two blocks down this road, and you want to borrow my fucking kit? <laughs> Ain't gonna happen, buddy. That's why you bring the the, the ladies. The, the, the <laughs> Ain't, Ain't gonna happen. Everybody's got the girlfriends. They're like, hey, yep, you get yeah. the hardware bag. <laughs> somebody, yep. yeah, somebody to drag your shit around. Yep. <laughs> That's nice. Oh. I'm always, uh, plus, always I, I, honored to I, have a roadie. Plus, mm-hmm. even I don't like even playing other. I mean, playing your drum kit when we practice, it's cool. But I still, it's I don't feel at home unless I'm playing my own kit. So I can playing somewhere and asking somebody to can I play your drum kit. It just doesn't seem right to me. Drum mm. kits get super personal. I mean, yeah, every little, seriously. every tiny little inch you move something yep. is yours. Yeah. And coming onto someone else's kit can be yep. intimidating, especially if you're like, expected to play a live show. Well, like when we played at that, what's that, the Napomo Brewery or whatever, when I was in the Kills, and I was going to bring my kit, and they said, oh, no, they're going to have a kit there, a decent kit for you to play. It's like I get there, and I'm <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I gotta play this freaking thing with a twenty-inch bass drum and like a twelve-inch and a thirteen-inch tom. Yeah. What? And uh, not to sound like a snob, but it's like <laughs> Jesus, man. Oh, I get it. We yeah, showed totally. up to play a gig at Manny's. Platinum Disturbia showed up to play a gig at Manny's, and uh, they backlined. And it was uh, uh, Craig from Dogvane, and his set is just huge. Mm-hmm. And Natalie was intimidated. It's the other way around. The set was too big for her. Yeah. Too. Mm-hmm good for what she's used to and it, yeah. was, it was intimidating in fact i played the guitar player's rig and was like why didn't i just bring my own fucking rig yeah. i'm not happy <laughs> but for the entire performance i'm questioning everything i'm doing yeah so is same natalie. thing with me yep yeah <laughs> yep I've i think it was up. it was natalie's drum set as a matter of fact i played <laughs> yeah. at yeah. that because she's the one that put on that show could be oh yep. yeah right i was uh, in oregon i couldn't go yeah so I remember that's why I had- platinum didn't play so I had to ask her to. I'm like, hey, could I do this and do this to your drum set? Can I take this tom away and like put this one over here and stuff? And Wait, she let I me do it. I think that but... was my kit. 
that was my crappy Pearl form. Was it kit. really? Yes. Man, your kit sucks. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> but you know what? If you break it, I'm not going to cry. Yeah. I just brought my I brought my own cymbals and I brought my snare drum. Basically, is what oh. I did. Yeah, that kid. So uh, that kid in there, it's it's a, like a fucking workhorse. It's done through. Yep. It's been yeah. through a lot of shit. And uh, like that's the kit that I I bought when I was on my way to a fucking army recruiter. <laughs> and I was just like, kid, like yeah. fuck this. I had like uh, my uh, tax returns in my pocket. I left my fucking job early to go. Just I was going to fucking uh, Times Square to go fucking re- get signed up for the military. <laughs> and I, was, I just saw like, let me go stop by fucking uh, the uh, what, what was that place? I think it was I think it was Manny's Music. I think it was called Manny's. Um, but music chain or what? Yeah. Not just just in the city. But um, I was like, what the fuck? Oh, look at these drums. I'm like, shit. Oh, I should totally buy these. And I'm like, I guess I'm not going to the Army. Yeah, they're uh, not going to let you take that to basic. Yeah. So, oh, no, it was Sam Ash. And I still have the That's sticker on, like, okay. on the on the hi-hat under. I still have the sticker That's on there. That's so funny. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I just I dig my gear. But that kit, yeah, it's a fun fun kit. And yeah. I don't mind people playing on it because, I mean, shit, it's, it's survived all this stuff. And, yeah. It's definitely was a, a a therapeutic thing for me, you know, playing a lot of drums and yeah. like the more I played, it was just like the better I got and with different people. Yep. And then I just it got to a point where like when I turned forty, I was like, oh, I gotta do something different, you know. And I was like, well, let me I think I'm gonna just like play guitar and because I've been already writing songs for like quite a few years before all that. Yeah. Yep. And um, why the heck not? Then I just started like, well, fuck, I can do that. Maybe I should sing, because then I have to, you know, if I just play guitar, then I gotta look for a singer. Yeah. And then I gotta deal with a yep. singer. Well, that's why I like the three piece because it keeps it all to a minimum. You know, it's stripped down. Yep. And uh, you don't have to deal with extra egos or problems or this or that. True. That's the way it was when I played in that one band called Plot. We were a three piece and stuff, and those guys are still playing. But um, it was it was cool playing in a three piece band, yeah. and then playing in another three piece band. It's pretty nice. I like that. It's a little challenging now, but I'm kind of digging it because, um, I mean, I have in before been the only guitar player. You know? yeah. I mean, shit, I played a you show. I played well. some shows with just a drummer, and, I mean, you know, I think you were at that yeah, show. I've seen you opening. shows with you just playing as a drummer. That's yeah, when... Uh, with a, a, like, playing guitar and then, was, you know, um, with Travis on drums. And we were playing Swing with... Swing and Utters. Yeah, we were... That was yeah. for the Swing and Utters. Yeah. yeah. And people were like, fuck, was that... It's just you two? Shit. Yeah. No, it yeah. sounded great. Like, All right, cool. You hold just it down well. As, as, as a single could. guitar player, there's enough there's enough fluff in there to be mm-hmm. interesting, yep. but not too much. It's yep. you do fine. So like with Jason taking off because it was like very full, but now it's like, all right, I'm gonna have to challenge myself and like fill the void. Um, not that it needs it that much. But I'm like, now I'm playing with things. I'm like, oh, like I pulled out the wild pedal. It's like, oh, all right. I don't want to overuse things, but I want to stick things in no. the right place. I think we're having more fun now, actually. I think Tell it sounds good. It feels good. It feels comfortable. Uh, uh, clicking in with you guys really easily. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, shit, I just threw songs at you guys the other day. and it's just, it's just I've never like, played in a band where we can look at a song and then play it. And it sounds like we've been rehearsing it for a week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Throwing in Halo was like, fuck, yeah. Yeah. That's that's how it, I really wanted it to sound. Like, mm-hmm. all right. That perfect tempo. Cool. Yeah. And just like little things. I'm like, all right. I mean, I'm not a lead guitar player. I mean, oh, well, I'm not a soloist, 
but I can figure something out. Yeah. Because a lot of the solos on those, like those recordings, I wrote, and then, but. I mean, but then I was also <laughs> doing other stuff. Sounds great, man. Like here, you you play that the right way. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but now it's like, all right, I'm gonna fucking figure it out. I'm just gonna. I think I'm gonna challenge myself now. You know, since everything is the way it is. Yeah. Just fucking. It sounds great. Make it work. I'm quite happy with it. Fuck yeah. Well, thanks for hanging out. Hey, man. Good try, man. This. This Good shit, all, dude. All fun. We'll do it again. Yeah. Support. We're some Absolutely. more people. But um, shit, I think uh, all we have to do now is uh, hope that everything gets better with the with It'll, the times. And hopefully, we don't lose more clubs. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. It will get better. There is going to be a new normal. I don't know quite what it looks like, but you know, a year or two, it's all going to be back to normal. I'm sure of it. Quote me on that. I'm wondering <laughs> if there'll be the the rise of the house parties again. Maybe it That'd will. That'd be cool. Yeah, we could play in this patio. <laughs> these people, me. these folks back here, that's a uh, stage. They built a stage. They had a like. I think, oh, check that what, out. What was it? Uh, oh, wow. I thought that was a playground or something. Yeah, I think it was last uh, last Fourth of July. They had like fucking mariachi bands up there. And fucking, really? They were getting wow. down. Loud as fuck, but it was fun. Well, tell them we were hanging out down here. <laughs> we we're like, yeah, yeah, okay, we play on your stage. Uh, I got a, I got a warehouse in Oceano, and I plan to, to have uh, live rehearsals. Mm. Live rehearsals, let's call it that. That'd be cool, man. Yeah, let me know. If I can do some live streams. And yeah, stuff like that. That's I'm what I want to do it. too. Is like once we get everything down, do some live streams, and then yeah. like, have everything wired up. Because I right now I've been working on getting the drums dialed in. Yeah, with the system, I'm. I'm looking to upgrade software, yeah. get some uh, Logic, Logic Pro in there, and tweak some things. Just have fun with it. I'm excited to see what recordings sound like—actual professional recordings with us. Mm. You know, I think that's going to be a, a good thing. You take it off again. <laughs> you get the bladder of a <laughs> seven-year-old. <laughs> yeah, he keeps it under the seat of his truck. <laughs> We're going to wind it down anyway. But, uh, yeah, you know, the Bunker Club fucking shit. This is Bunker Club 2000, <laughs> 2020. Bunker Bot 2000. Yeah. It's fun. Um, check uh, check out the band on uh, shit on all these goddamn pages. There Instagram. Is a, yeah. Instagram. There's Facebook. There's a Twitter that I hardly visit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you're the promotion machine man you gotta make it happen now yeah i'm like i have so many fucking emails uh there's a email page to uh the bunker what is it what do you need <laughs> oh well just fucking pick a piece of dirt right go for it my son did it this morning <laughs> don't don't pee on the barbecue <laughs> that's punk rock right there <laughs> like, go water the plants <laughs> oh god um let's see the bunker club at yahoo.com it's an old one but it's still it's still there um yeah it's it's fun oh actually there is and i just started putting um uh some content out there from our last practice there is a bunker club youtube page Okay. And I sent that a link to you guys in the chat in the, okay. par- in the party line. So, um, yeah, just some fun stuff. There's some old shit in there. Some you know, you're looking to get some new content and just nonsense or whatever. You have a Reverb Nation page too, don't you? Yes. Thanks for reminding me. 
So many things to fucking follow. <laughs> Which we are currently at number one. Sweet. For the, the local uh the local thing. But yeah, I dig it. We need to get some fucking new shit up in there. Or even just re, re, you know, live recordings, some good live recordings. Anything. Anything. We'll just it. more content. We'll get it done. I'm liking it. We'll get her did. <laughs> so once uh once Dave comes back from watering the plants, we'll uh We'll sign off <laughs> so you guys can go run off and Ugh. have the rest of your uh, Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> Got to do my weekly stop by Popeye's Chicken. Oh, yeah. I love that stuff. Oh, shit. That. <laughs> Here Stand that now. The <laughs> come on down. Everything come out all right? Oh, my gosh. You water my plants. <laughs> We're going to sign off anyway, so just waiting for you. All right. Having yourself a nice tinkle. Anything else? <laughs> fucking beer went through your fucking system, huh? So what's the best band you've ever seen live? Oh, best the band. Butthole Surfers. Oh, they were great. I saw they were insane. They had, there was Death Race. They had this big screen, right? Uh-huh. Two movies playing. Death Race 2000, the old Sylvester Stallone movie, mm. right? And yeah. the other half of the screen overlapping in the center was a meat-cutting instructional film. <laughs> right? Uh-huh. There was a naked chick dancing on the stage the whole time. Yeah, she's in the band. Like interpretive dance. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was insane. And then it was John Anson Ford Theater in Hollywood. And when it was over, people started filing out. I found my way backstage, and these guys were smoking a joint the size of the joke Cheech and Chong paper that came <laughs> in their album. It was like a cigar. It was just hilarious. The <laughs> nicest guys, I asked for a pick, they gave me a guitar pick. And uh, I went on my happy way. Those guys play on acid a lot. I guarantee that. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah. Hi. I I love to seeing uh, fucking Deftones playing live. Really? Oh my god, it's great. Uh huh. Um, I seen them a few times, and I saw them that the last time was a few years ago here at the at the, the fair, uh-huh. Paso Fair. It was great. Over yeah. the Vina Robles. Uh-huh. Oh, it was so good. Deftones, I like them. Fuck yeah. But I mean, I've seen so many shows. Yeah. Back east, as well, especially even when I was like in high school, going to the, the um, going to the Ritz and all yeah. those, those clubs. Oh, but I did see. I I got to have my my tail end of the hair metal. Uh-huh. You know, I got yeah. to I got to see at the Ritz. It was uh, L.A. Guns. Yeah. With uh, with the uh, Dangerous Toys and yeah. Tora Tora. I listened that was to a fun uh, fucking show. To Warrant. Oh yeah. <laughs> I used well, to yeah. love that. Oh yeah, I dig all that shit. Yeah. Where the dime boys go? Heaven is it too far away? Yep. Yep. So what was it like about four years ago? I remember at the casino, the Shumash Casino, mm-hmm. that I never saw them before, but I've always liked their music. The Cult played there. Oh, oh nice, yeah. hands down, and they were like one of the best bands I've ever seen. Yeah. It was almost a complete original lineup too. Right they freaking shredded. Those guys just have something, you know. Yeah. There, there's an it factor there, blues rock thing. Yeah. Killing. I saw uh, Brian Setzer play at yep. the Shumash. I went. Mm. I saw that too. Man, that was a good show. Yeah, he was that great. guy can freaking play. I, I saw. Mean, I saw Jeff Beck play there too a few years, probably wow. about three years ago, and I was like, wow. He even broke out his um, his gas can guitar <laughs> yeah, and just yeah, like. Yeah. A, Annihilated yeah. anybody. Yeah, yeah. I saw Queens right there at the shoe mask. Really? Right on. With my buddy, like a few years ago, mm-hmm. and that's when they were doing the construction, so the room was smaller. Yeah. yeah. 
It was like, fuck, it was so small, but it was like, okay. It was, so we were just walking around and we're like, all right, this, I wonder if this is it. We just walk in and yeah. there's the fucking stage yeah. and all the gear is there and yeah. there's a nobody in there. We're like, holy shit. Is this, yeah. this, really? This is the, fuck. Yeah, what this, was it last year? My, we just went and started taking pictures. <laughs> I think it was, it was last year when Flog and Molly played at the casino too. And so I had nobody to go with, so I brought my daughter along and um, I wore my damn shirt there and my daughter and I were sitting in the front row, and the um, the vocalist for uh, mm-hmm. Flog and Molly, in between songs, he's like, he pointed at my shirt. He's like, I love the Dam. Yeah. One of my old bands. We used to tour with the Dam a lot and stuff. All this, and then uh, then we started like just talking back and forth and everything. And then when they started playing, my daughter's like. Dad, every shirt you wear, people always say stuff about your shirts. All your band shirts. That means you're still cool, man. Yeah. yeah. I got a big old fucking closet of black yeah. shirts. Oh, oh yeah. My so right? like, do you have anything else? Like, she, no. she, her eyes light up if I have, like, a gray shirt on. Yeah. Or, a, like, like, a white. I have, like, one white T-shirt. She's like, holy shit, you're wearing a fucking. I'm all black yeah. shirts. Yeah, yeah, I remember for Christmas, my daughter, she bought me this book. A little small little book. And you have to fill in the you fill in the sentence and and um one of the sentence sentences said when you die is there oh, anything no. it, this is what I want to have that belonged to you and it said your T-shirt collection <laughs> <laughs> nice yeah so you can cut them all up totally yeah. Yeah. yeah I haven't been to shows in a while and my shirts are getting old I need some new yeah. ones same here I tried some it. bunker I, club shirts man I know uh, yeah. Well, I've lost all this weight. All my, pretty much probably 80% of my t-shirt collection are all extra larges. Yeah. And now I'm a large. So when I put on those extra larges, I'm like, holy Just crap, man. That's what I've been trying to stay yeah. into and, and stay in uh, in large mode. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I have my extra fat days. Large. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, oh. totally. I'm like, all right, I'm going to pull out the extra. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I love, I love the XLs I've given to my son because he's just fucking ripped. Yeah. Uh, He's just fucking a beast. So <laughs> like, oh, yeah, you can have these. <laughs> so cool. but um I uh I I wanna I don't know. I, I don't know where I'm going anymore. I'm just <laughs> I'm just having fun. I'm still having fun with the totally. with, with playing. It's the way it should and be. I'm glad that it's exactly what Jason it should be. convinced me to like just go back to it because yeah. well, I don't know what I would be doing right now. I, you know, I don't think you would have been sitting on the sidelines long. I don't think you can. No. I know like for me when my uh but my first son, he was born in 88. Then after that, you know, I had two more kids. And um, so from the age of like 22 till I was probably 34, I didn't play in any bands at all. I always yeah. had my drum set. Hmm. And I was always playing and stuff. But I just, and I still love the music, but I just. Yeah, parenting takes a lot it of time. Took, I just wanted to be a parent. And I just wanted my kids to go on the right path. Mm-hmm. You know, quit smoking weed, all that. I mean, I was bad back then. <laughs> We blow in anything, man. It didn't matter. <laughs> uh. And um it was like just game on. And um when I became a dad, that's actually what straightened me out. Yeah. Oh, that's like yeah. the uh, that'll change your world, man. Seriously. That movie, yeah. the uh, the uh, the other F word. Yeah. Have you ever seen that? Uh-huh. Yeah. That's yeah. just like, yeah, you know, it's kinda of tough, you know, fucking having to tell your kids you're on your stage we're like, fuck the police and fuck uh-huh. stuff. And then you're like, oh. Hey, fucking eat your vegetables. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Respect people. Like when I, yeah. like when I told my daughter one time 
because she was like one day she's like man my mom said she used to be a crazy punk rocker i'm like oh yeah ask her about the time that she ask her about the time she threw the bottle at the cop car (laughs) (laughs) really i'm like yeah ask her all right i'm gonna do that you know yeah and they're like don't be telling her that shit yeah (laughs) the cramp show in hollywood i got i got my girlfriend who is now my wife to Uh circle the pit with me Uh first and only pit she's ever been in that's cool the fucking cramps right (laughs) My wife uh, jumped in a well, started a pit over at uh, <laughs> at uh, what's the um, uh, what's the spot in the Pomo? The Pomo Brew, yeah, what Old Town it? Brew, Old Town Brew, yeah. For so it three was KPSI, uh, yeah. <laughs> she, but like she was like doing the like the the cabbage patch, yeah. <laughs> She's just like fuck yeah, She's just doing one of these. <laughs> yeah, you start doing the duggies. Your wife's a badass. She was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna do it." <laughs> it was it was great. She was like, "That All is right, great. Fuck it, do it." That is great. That's a good little spot, though. That's a good spot. I'm looking forward to us- utilizing that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's it's, it's there. If if uh, if we can use it, cool. Why why not? Yeah. True. It's it's a venue. Yeah, it's a venue. Yeah. And I'll play in a freaking porta potty. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I'll play anywhere. Are you playing the, you play in the porta potty and I'll just be outside with my drum set. Well, so. Only because you yeah. couldn't fit. I you joined it if you could. Yeah. You'd be stuck like <laughs> spinal tap with your yeah. sticking out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Big bottom. Big. <laughs> Smell the glove. Yes, right. Uh. <laughs> What's the uh, Stonehenge? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Druids, well. It's in peril of being trampled by. <laughs> All right, fellas. I'm gonna let you get on your ways. Right, uh, thanks for a great practice. That was a good yes, time. Awesome. Absolutely. Always a good time, actually. Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. We'll do it again. No tension. Yep. Yeah, I dig it. Thanks for having us. You got it. Thanks for joining it's me on the real. podcast. Mr. Platinum John, <laughs> Daredevil Dave, Mitchell <laughs> went over here, Bunker Club 2020, Bunker Battle in the Rona. Bunker Bot 2020, yeah. <laughs> we'll get to you at some point, but uh, yeah, we're, we're, uh, we're definitely going to do more. We'll see you somewhere at some point. <laughs> oh, come so come we'll be to a online. venue near you. Yeah. Yeah, we'll be yeah. online. Reach out and touch us online. (laughs) (laughs) All right, y'all. Cheers. Take it easy. And uh, signing off. See ya.